0: Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, My name is Jacob, and I have Micaiah here with me. Hi guys. Uh, And you are listening to Drugs at the Dinner Table, where me and my daughter, my teenage daughter, have just pretty candid conversations. Um, Some of them are really deep. Some of them are just pretty, you know, on par with regular conversations. But uh, today we wanted to sit down. She's done with school, so we were going to sit down and chat. Uh, Micaiah, are you enjoying this process, the podcasting, the recording of our conversations?
1: Yeah, I like talking to you, of course, um, and just, I don't know, I like recording it, um, and getting feedback on, on what we think. It can be a little bit nerve-wracking, because I don't want to say the wrong thing, um, yeah so it's kind of kind of tender it's fine like, line yeah
0: yeah it's uh it has been pretty cool we launched what last week a few days ago whatnot we've gotten some great feedback uh we've tried to fix the audio that's going to be a, a, an ongoing process till we master it um but we are working on that but we hope our content is always good stuff um, i enjoy sitting here talking with my daughter and We just always have pretty good conversations, you know, even off the microphone. So she's one of my favorite people. So it's easy to talk to her. Um, How are you feeling today? I'm doing pretty good.
1: I just have some body aches today, which are making me feel kind of bled, but (laughs) nothing crazy.
0: And she's developed this new laugh where it's just a tee-hee-hee-hee. Instead of a big belly laugh, and I've been laughing at her all day for that.
1: Yeah, it's kind of rude. They <laughs> because I start laughing my little laugh, and then they laugh at my laugh, so it makes me have a big laugh, yeah. and that hurts.
0: <laughs> so uh, just to just to just so you guys can understand um, what all that's about, just recently Makai was getting worked up for some um, some things, and. They found a mass in her pelvis, and yeah, as scary as all that sounds, it was that scary. But um, we've managed. She had surgery last Thursday, so we're tomorrow will be one week post-op, and we're just waiting on pathology to give us the word on what that mass was. So in the meantime, we're hopeful, we're prayerful, we are confident in walking forward and just enjoying life. So, how are you feeling about it? Are you okay?
1: Yeah, physically I'm feeling pretty good now. Um, I couldn't say that the first day or two, but, but now I feel good, and I'm not very stressed out about what it could be, because I don't know, yeah. and if it's something that could be bad, or I don't know a better word for it, it's gone, so there's not really much stress on me
0: right now. Good. That's what I like to hear. And whatever comes back, I mean, we're going to be here. We're going to get through it. We're going to fight whatever fight needs to be had. And if the fight's already over, we'll praise the Lord for that too. It's yeah. all good. Uh, you're doing online classes. How is that going? Do you enjoy that? Or do you like, man, I'm ready to see my friends and get get to uh, hanging out again?
1: I am mostly enjoying it. I really like the structure of the class and it's less stressful um, especially with tests and quizzes and things because I get to be in my own space but I do miss my friends and I'm working on, you know, having the the courage to reach out and be like hey, <laughs> how are you? Or, or do you want to hang out? But I'm I'm still Working on that, but I overall really enjoy online classes. I feel like it's
0: good. Do you have any sort of interaction with other students? I don't even know how that works. Like, um, you know, in a classroom environment, I would sit next to this person, be like, hey, you're cool, I'm cool, let's talk, let's be friends. Is there any sort of communication privately with other classmates? I almost said inmates because I work in a jail. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) There is a little bit of outside communication or more private conversations whenever we get put into breakout rooms um, on Zoom because it's like three or four people and we're usually talking about something awkward. Um, (laughs) Most of the time people just sit there with their cameras off and don't say anything. But
0: emo kids. Yeah,
1: sometimes we can uh, we can get a conversation flowing, and that's pretty good.
0: How about is there a class? What's your favorite class right now in the Zoom environment?
1: My favorite class is English, actually. Yeah. Because my teacher is so good at explaining this stuff to where I don't have to send her uh, follow up emails. Um, trying to clarify and so she just has the best structure for online students
0: that's good stuff how about outside of zoom uh, classes and of course this 2020 school year what was your favorite class prior and why um
1: avid was my favorite class if you don't know what avid is avid is a, a college readiness course that i've taken since 8th grade
0: that I'm very grateful for I've seen such vast improvement since
1: you got into that yeah I agree but that class just has the community aspect because we've all been with each other since 8th grade or ninth grade so it's really a, a um, more chill
0: class and everybody just gets along really well Yeah, way back in the day when I was in school and things of that nature my favorite class, well, it didn't happen until college, was um, any of my criminal justice classes. Actually, uh, Officer Santiago at Temple College in Temple, Texas, used to teach, and he was just so dang entertaining. He was, I don't know, he made the material fun and learning about uh, crime in America and things like that it was is just always interesting to me. But the most fun time I ever ever had in school was. After I was married and I had kids, and I went back and went to nursing school that year, that was that was awesome. That was good stuff. Um, met some of some really close friends in that time. Um, those years are just I don't know. I miss them for sure. How about who's your favorite teacher, like n- ever?
1: My favorite teacher ever. I don't think I have one.
0: Really. My favorite teacher was uh, this lady, Miss Coker. She was my fourth grade English teacher. And I always, when people ask me this, I always say that. And my only reasoning and why she was so great was that on our last day of class, I remember her crying like uncontrollably that we were like school year was over. It was uh, my GT class were, uh GT English were, you know, Saying our goodbyes, and she is sobbing. And here I am, this little fourth grader, and just not understanding, but just feeling the love. And I will always remember that. I was still, obviously, I remember that. I'm 30, what, 38 now. And I had to be like 10 then. <laughs> but it's cool. Uh, how about Micaiah is 16? She, when did you start doing your driving? Last year, this time? I don't remember. Last summer?
1: Yeah, early summer, though. Yeah, More so she, June.
0: when you were 15, um, that summer before she turned 16, uh, she started driving class and got a permit and all this kind of stuff. So my question is, why are you not driving?
1: I honestly, so I was driving, and then I just stopped for whatever reason. I don't even remember.
0: That's the question. Why'd yeah, you stop?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I was nervous I guess because we do live in Dallas, Fort Worth
0: so yeah traffic is
1: yeah it's definitely a very congested area and so that made me nervous and so I just stopped driving and now that I'm not driving it's even harder to get back on because I'm like well, I lost all the skills
0: that I had, and so I started from square one, and yes. it's just crazy, and yeah, just, mm-hmm. I mean, last time we drove, we're, I just had you drive, <clears throat> excuse me, and I said, uh, hey, let's go get something to eat, and she was like, burger," because that's all she ever wants to eat, so instead of going to the one, like, a couple blocks down the road, I said, okay, we're going to drive 20 minutes to go to this other Burger." And it was fantastic. She did a great job. But, are you interested in driving? I am. But Just nerves.
1: Yeah, but the nerves definitely overpowered the um, the excited energy. Yeah.
0: I have a younger brother who's, what, well, he's 31 now. And I don't know if he has a driver's license. So, yeah. That won't be me, enough. Oh. That yeah. won't be me, Anthony. If you listen to this, I need you to go get your driver's license. Jeez, it's all good.
1: <laughs> you just get called out.
0: Hey, it is what it is. Anyways, uh, how about? So this year, twenty twenty has been pretty crazy. Uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Our president just mm-hmm. fell ill, uh, went to the hospital, recovered, and now he's back at the White House. And then also, just even recently this weekend, some NFL teams, some players tested positive. My man Cam Newton, starting quarterback for the Patriots, tested positive. So they had to push the game back. Another game they just postponed altogether till like a few weeks from now. So, with all of that, it's just been a crazy time. You're having to do Zoom classes, Uh, just life looks different. How are you feeling about this pandemic? Like, are you worried? Are you, like, and has it progressed? Like, what are your feelings about all this?
1: I am definitely cautious about going out or um, interacting with people. I'm not necessarily nervous. I know that with me being 16, I'm not considered in a bad range. Like, it's, it's not bad for me, is what they say. But I don't want to be the 1% that gets, right. that gets a bad case of it. Um, so I'm just more cautious than than anything.
0: Does it bother you to wear a mask?
1: No, actually. What was it? I was outside at a restaurant the other day, and I wore my mask until I got my food. And I was so surprised, like, In March, it did bother me. I was more affected by it, but now I can sit for hours and just wear my mask. Yeah, it's
0: become like a non-factor almost to me. Um, I was definitely one of those who, in the beginning, not that I was anti-mask, but I just, like if they weren't going to make me wear one, I wasn't going to wear one. But if your business or service asked that I wear one, then I was going to wear one. But I wasn't a person who's just walking around and wearing one on my own volition. Um, and so, you know, but now it doesn't bother me at all. I got a few masks in the car. I mean, I work, I work in a jail and 80% of the time when I'm at work, I'm working in our COVID unit and I work with inmates who have, um, you know, they're ill. And so it is hard it's hard not to get lazadaisical actually, because I see these people and they're doing OK. They're, you know, they're most of them, man, a large percentage of them only have mild symptoms. I'll say that some of them, yes, have gone to the hospital, et cetera, et cetera. But um, dealing with it so much, you just kind of get comfortable with being around people who have it and not saying that I take less precautions like I don't wear a mask or anything like that but just like it doesn't I mean I put all my PPE on and I'm confident in that in that like okay I've got everything that I know can protect me on and so I'm cool to deal with them I'm not in a position where I'm oh, I'm, I'm timid or I'm nervous to go help that person because they have it no I'm I'm okay with the things that I have and just go forth so I don't know it's been a weird thing And working in a jail and dealing with it is it's it's its own thing. It's kinda cool, but it's not kinda cool. (laughs) I don't mean it like cool, like uh it's not that interesting actually, because I mean they just sit around and, you know, try to breathe and I mean everybody's cool, so you know, we're looking for fevers and um other symptoms like that. But I've had very few inmates have exaggerated symptoms and need hospitalization and i'm grateful for that and so just trying to do what we can
1: and you work with um inmates that are 20 years old to i don't know how old 50 70
0: oh yeah there's definitely 70 year olds in there um a lot of them are young 20s 30s yeah that i've interacted with there are some older guys in there and so and and in the in that environment there's no social distancing. Like, they make them wear masks and things like that, um, but you can probably count on one hand how many are actually wearing it correctly, and then also are even paying attention to that. But, I mean, they've got bigger issues that they're worrying about and things like that. Hygiene isn't the, the top of the list in the in the jail, but, um, yeah, mask wearing. Everyone wears a mask. Every single person in there. um uh, you know, just doing what we can to try to keep down the spread. How about how do you feel? What if this Zoom schooling took place over the whole year? Would you be okay with that? Do you want to see is this something that you think will be okay for you long term? Like even your senior year, would you wanna do it or you're like, it's good for now and let's move on?
1: I could see myself doing it long term i liked it more whenever everybody was at home it was right it was more of like the same playing field for everybody um because i can't see what teachers put on the board or things of that nature because they don't have time to come and (laughs) like give us a tour of the room and and that stuff so i do feel like there's a, a separation in the education from online to to in person, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, but there are some differences. I can't raise my hand and talk to the teacher right away. I have to wait for her to look at the chat and see my comment if she even does. But I could see it going long term. Um, and I believe it will, obviously, how,
0: yeah. it's, how it's looking. But probably, I would anticipate it, lasting this whole school year. Um, and then probably next year, they'll probably get rid of it. But, it also opens up the option. You know what I mean? Now that we've done it, and we know that we can do it, is this a viable option? Even non- pandemic status. You know what I mean? So, that's what I hope comes out of all of this, is that we, we slow down a little bit, and we're able to reevaluate society as a, in, in, in a sense meaning do we really need corporate office people sitting in a cubicle five days a week can they do some of that work from home do we need you know help people have more of a work life balance but whenever you give people more time what happens you're either going to get a group that you know um, they have more time at home and out off of work so then they become lazadaisical they're not as productive that kind of thing Or you might have the other extreme where these people become they're super productive and then they just add more things on their plate and they become overly um, stimulated and, and busy because now they have more time. We are a productive society. We're a constantly moving thing. So I don't know. I always think about the differentials. I'm sure there'll be studies on this in years to come as to how this whole pandemic affected us. As a society, not just um, health-wise, but just personality types and corporately. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Do your friends talk about this? Do you talk about this to your friends?
1: I do not talk about this at all to my friends because, you know, we've all heard it. (laughs) It's everywhere. And even the news is, like, slowing down talking about it even though I just saw on my phone that cases are going up in our area and, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know. Yeah. So I think everybody's just kind of tired of,
0: yeah. of it. It's cases just, are going up, but deaths are going down. Yeah. So that's a thing too. So are we getting better with our medicine, the way we treat it, the way, are people being more vigilant in their treatment? Uh, it's a lot of things that bear into that. So, yeah, I think the the fatigue factor is there. Even I don't know. I mean, I have to talk about it because I work in healthcare, but I'm tired of the politics of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of science being, um, you know, politicized. It's a weird thing. Even this morning, I heard somebody say um, about mask wearing, depending on who gets elected, either we will wear masks for just a short time or if another person gets elected, we will wear a mask for too long, even, even longer than we should have. I was just like what like just I just shook my head kept my mouth shut and uh continued to work out <laughs> all right so uh this went on long enough we'll stop chatting about the pandemic and all the ridiculousness of it I'm sure you all are tired of living it we're tired of living it but it's still here it's gonna be here and that's just what our life's gonna look like for a little bit yeah. it's it's okay Wear your mask.
1: Wear your mask.
0: Drink water. Drink your water.
1: And, Brush um, your teeth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and take vitamin D. It's all good. Uh, so are we off? We're done? Go to eat some Halo Top? Yep. Yeah. So we're still trying to get uh be Halo Top ambassadors on our podcast, get them to sponsor our podcast. Uh, for no particular reason other than we like their product, and we believe in it. So, Micaiah took it upon herself to email the company, and they they sent a very nice reply back saying no in a very nice way. But we're going to keep putting pressure on them. So, go get some Halo Top. We're going to go enjoy some. I'm really going to go buy some right now, actually. Uh, We'll have some tonight. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed it. We thank you for listening. We ask that um, you continue to listen, subscribe, rate us, all that kind of good stuff. And we're just grateful. Any parting words? Anything else?
1: Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you for the ratings. Yeah. Uh, especially the nice ratings. And I hope that you continue to enjoy and listen. It's awesome.
0: Uh, we love having these talks, and we enjoy sharing them. So until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.